Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome into Best on the Board. It is Tuesday, July 5th, and on this episode of Best on the Board, we are going to take a look at the Major League Baseball slate here on this loaded Tuesday, as they always are. Michael Beller and Nick Groke here with you breaking down Major League Baseball for this Tuesday from a betting perspective. Nick, what's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, not a ton. It's kind of an oddball schedule day in baseball, to be honest. Although there's some good rivalries. Cubs Brewers today. That's a fun mm-hmm. one. Uh, yeah, that's a fun one. It's been funner in previous years when uh, yeah. both both teams have been good rather than one team being good and the other one being, you know, pretty much trash. But uh, it's still like a, a uh, I don't know, it grabs your attention. Right. Yeah. They always <laughs> they always bring it even when, yeah, even when it's totally lopsided, they're still bringing it. Yeah, we got Rays Red Sox on the schedule, Cardinals Braves, Twins White Sox. So certainly a good number of good matchups across the majors today and no shortage of options for us to bet on, and that's where we are getting our fo- attention focused on best on the board, of course. We both have two picks. We both have two player props that we are liking. I'm going to go to you first here, Nick, for your first play of the day. Mets and Reds getting together. Max Scherzer taking the mound for the Reds. The strike or taking the mound for the Mets. The Reds would love that if Max Scherzer was taking the mound for them, but he's taking the mound for the Mets against the Reds and comes into this matchup with a strikeout prop of six and a half with the over being a slight favorite, the under checking in at plus 110. Nick, this is where we find your first play. What do you like for Scherzer's case and why? You know, one thing I've noticed uh, about this podcast, I, I tend to like back myself into picks, which is like not a good habit. <laughs> uh, so here are the reasons why you why I shouldn't make this bet. Uh, Max Scherzer obviously is a very, <laughs> is a very good pitcher. Um, he made two rehab starts uh, with an oblique strain, so he's coming back for the first time in a, in, a, in a little bit for the Mets. In his last start, his last rehab start for the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, he struck out 14 <laughs> batters. Uh, now, like a very good strikeout total. But again, it was the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, mm-hmm. and the strike zone is not the same. That's one thing that happens in baseball. You, the strike zone like narrows a little bit in AAA, and then in the major leagues, you just do not get you do not get edge calls on the on the edge of the strike zone. You you have to earn those strikes, and you know when you come into the zone, major league hitters are very much ready to hit. Like this is this is the biggest difference between AAA and the major leagues. Max Scherzer knows this. He's like it's not like this is some surprise to him. Sure, he's got some um, experience. And, Right, and he, you know, in his in his uh, his his game in his history this season, uh, he he tends to strike out more batters than six and a half. Like he regularly gets over over the six and a half total, uh, six and a half strikeout total. But his last two starts in the major leagues, he did not. Now, like we can go back retroactively and and wonder, like, was there something wrong with Scherzer at that moment? Like maybe. Um, but that is his most recent major league history. He is also, again, coming off an injury. So he has to sort of readjust the league again. Like he's been around, like this is not going to be difficult for him, but you don't just jump right back into the major leagues after a rehab start and everything is rolling mm-hmm. on top of that. He's pitching in Cincinnati a very much a hitter's park, maybe the hitter's park in the major leagues. Um, you know, he's going to be a, a little bit extra amped. There's just like a lot of things working against Max Scherzer, and on top of that, he's he's on a he's on a kind of loose pitch count. Yeah, it's that's it's where not, you got to worry the most, I think. 
Right. So like, you know, it's not like it's a really, it's, it's, it's not 50 pitches, but it, but 90, 90 pitches or so. And, and, you know, maybe six innings, like, you know, at some point he's racing against time on a strikeout total. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, so I, they're just, I would not bet against him in this game as, as a winner, mm-hmm. but with a strikeout total, that just takes a lot of work. You know, in order to strike guys out, you have to throw a lot of pitches. Like, it's just how it works. Yep. And, and he is, he is going to be in a, in a position where he's not necessarily able to throw as many pitches as he'd like in a normal season start because he's coming off injury so there's a little bit of value here you're on the mm-hmm. plus side like i just like it seems like a kind of a healthy bet for for max scherzer you sort of sort of half betting against max scherzer today if that makes yeah sense. i i have not talked to any bookmakers i would imagine the only reason under six and a half is plus 110 is because of the pitch count and I, I, that's just that just feels like really the only reason why, or the, at least a, enough of a reason why Scherzer won't get to seven, that that makes it uh, the number that we that we see it at. And so, I mean, even even so, you're talking about just plus one ten rather than if we're talking about Max Scherzer coming under six and a half strikeouts. Usually, you're going to see that number probably up closer to plus one thirty or plus one thirty five. So, I can't back it myself, but uh, I, I certainly understand the logic here, Scherzer making his return for the New York Mets. I am turning my attention to two very hot hitters in the majors. I will start with the less hot of the two. That is Marcus Semien, who got off to a dreadful start this season, but really over the last month, six weeks or so, has been not quite 2021 45 homer Marcus Semien, but has been a very, very good version of the good Marcus Semien, a guy who we saw in Toronto, a guy who we saw in Oakland, a guy who we basically know what to expect when he takes the uh, when he takes the field. We've seen that Marcus Semien over the last four to six weeks. We've seen it even more so on a smaller sample over the last 15 games, 307, 328, 548 with four homers and three doubles. So that's the Marcus Semien that we signed up for at the start of the season. That's the Marcus Semien we're getting now. That's the Marcus Semien I think Austin Voth will be seeing tonight. And Semien has a one and a half base prop sitting at plus 105 to go over. That is where I go with this. I think uh, Semien is able to keep things rolling here, Voth. Just has not been good. It doesn't really matter where he is in the Mid-Atlantic. It hasn't been good, whether it's been D.C., whether it's been Baltimore this season. It's been pretty ugly for Austin Both. A 7-3-4 ERA, a 1.89 whip in 30 and two-thirds innings. I just don't think this matchup sets up well. And then you get the little bonus, right? The Rangers are on the road. Marcus Semien hits leadoff. So chances are he's going to make five trips to the plate tonight. Regardless of how well uh, the Rangers play, Marcus Semien almost for sure is going certainly going to get four Almost for sure gets five. I think that adds up to him getting over one and a half total bases. So I'll take the plus 105 and back Marcus Demian to stay hot against Austin Voth and the Orioles. All right, here we go, Nick. One more play apiece. And uh, you take your play from the very last game of the day. I take my play from the very first game of the day. So let's go to you first, Rockies and Dodgers. Mitch White getting the start for the Dodgers. He's been pretty serviceable. He's in the in the rotation in place of an injured Andrew Heaney. And, you know, just the, what the Dodgers do, right? They just <laughs> keep pumping out these solid rotation fillers. Doesn't matter when you look back over the last decade or so, there seemingly is always someone ready to step in for an injured starter in L.A. Mitch White has been that guy this season. But you think someone on Colorado's team is able to get the better of him. What's your play for this game? 
Yeah, again, like talking myself, you know, backing myself into this one too. You know, Mitch, Mitch White, yeah, he's pitched really well this season. Although he's something like a, he's something like a long arm kind of. Mm-hmm. He's a bit of a swing man, so he hasn't pitched more than five innings in a start this year, uh, which is the plan. It's not necessarily because he. You know he has he has to get yanked out of those games. They the Dodgers are doing that on purpose. They want to limit his innings and then go to their bullpen. Um, unfortunately for the Dodgers, they had to they had to use their bullpen a little bit last night against the Rockies uh, just to keep a game in hand late. So already just you know one game into their series, they had to dip into their bullpen probably a little bit more than they wanted to. Uh, so when you back a kind of half bullpen game. After a game when you needed your bullpen, it's not ideal for a manager like Dave Roberts. And and then on the on the sort of positive side of it, CJ Crone, he has three home runs in his last two games. He hit two three run home runs on Sunday for the Rockies. He accounted for all of their runs, all of their RBIs. Uh, he is seeing the ball very well right now, uh, and I think he I think he's maybe feeling a you know sort of feeling the need to carry the Rockies. He's really the only one who hits home runs for them. Uh, and who knows, like maybe he's very eager to play himself off of the Rockies because he's a very obvious trade candidate here mm-hmm. coming up in the next month. Um, and home runs will get you, will get you noticed. A playoff team would like somebody to hit home runs for them. Like CJ Cron can. So uh, if he's hitting home runs and if that gets him onto a playoff team, like all the more motivation, he needs to just hit one, home run tonight at Dodger Stadium tough park to hit home runs um maybe maybe not as tough as it used to be but it's it's a tough place to hit home runs um and he's going to see he might see three pitchers tonight who knows i mean there's there's a lot of different ways it can go and that can always be difficult but uh CJ Crone is very hot right now um he's seen the ball really well his swing is very is very orchestrated for home runs uh, if he hits one home run tonight, which would be his fourth home run in three games, mm-hmm. your odds are are plus three sixty on this one. So yep. it's a reach. It's it's not like you know the mm-hmm. the odds don't favor you, but also it would pay off. It would pay off handsomely for somebody who's who's hitting very hot right now. Hey, as far as home run props go, that's about as low a number as you'll see. So uh, I mean, you're always going to get plus money on a on a home run, uh, and so CJ Crone at plus three sixty, some of the better odds of the day today for home run props. I wrap things up with maybe the hottest hitter in baseball right now, and that is Julio Rodriguez in his last 18 games, 333, 373, 729, seven homers, five doubles, one triple, and any one of those extra base hits will make him a winner on the total base prop. Over one and a half pays out at plus 115. He's going up against Mike Clevenger and the San Diego Padres. Mike Clevenger making his return from injury and, uh, you know, in what, in about, 30 innings so far this year, a little less than that, has thrown the ball very well. Uh, you know, he, he is you know not quite the exact same electricity in his stuff as all the pre-injury uh, Mike Clevenger had uh, back in Cleveland, but still a very good pitcher, a very effective pitcher, and he's shown that uh, in his return this year. But with the way Julio Rodriguez is going, getting plus 115 on a guy only needing to get me two bases, feel very good about that. That is a, a paradise that I am absolutely willing to roll so give me Julio Rodriguez to stay hot tonight and I mean man what a it has not been the sort of year that the Mariners have expected but Julio Rodriguez 15 homers 20 steals on the year dude already looking like the star that they thought he would be coming into this season yeah you know Clevenger unlike Scherzer 
he this is not his first game back from injury. So right, he's right. he's had two starts, but he's he is still easing into it. He pitched four innings in his first game back and then six. So he's amping up his pitch count. He should be mostly off the leash, I think, today, probably for the Padres. Yeah, um so. and you know, one advantage that Clevenger does have though against Julio Rodriguez, they've never faced each other, and that tends to that tends to favor the pitcher. But when when a pitcher is still trying to find his way, like you know, for for Clevenger, it's almost. Eh, I mean, he pitched earlier this season, but it's almost like he started. He kind of started over. So it's like you know he, it, you know, it's we're not early in the season, but it's kind of you can maybe say he's like early season finding his way still. Uh, when a hitter's hot, man, like that's a tough that's a tough matchup when you're when you're trying to when you're trying to get locked in as a pitcher. And you're going against a hitter who's already locked in, you know, and, and especially a hitter like Julio Rodriguez who can do so many different things to get around the bases. I like, I like where you're, I like where your head's at on this. Yeah, right. I mean, it's not like, there's a reason why these numbers are sitting at plus, right? Marcus Semyon swinging a hot bat, still plus 105. Julio Rodriguez swinging an extremely hot bat, still plus 115, just to get, you know, two total bases, just to have two singles or a double or a homer or whatever, like. You know, it feels a little easier than what the numbers suggest it is. And there's a reason why the numbers are where they are and why there are multi-billion dollar casinos all up and down uh, a street in Las Vegas. It's because they win these bets more often than we win these bets. That's just how these things go. So it's not quite that easy. But that's why this is a gamble, because I am willing to make that gamble that Julio Rodriguez, with the way he's going, is able to stay hot against a very good pitcher in Mike Clevenger. The first game of the day, so get those plays in now while you can on Julio Rodriguez and anything else you might like in Mariners and Padres. That will do it for this episode of Best on the Board. For Nick, I am Michael Beller. Good luck. Happy betting. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>